So straight up, I was almost not into comics at all. I know. I didn't want anything <laughs> to do with it for the longest time. I know. I'm aware. You almost ruined it for me. I know. I tried too hard, I think. I remember bringing you a box of comics. Tom, here you go. Just read these. It's good for you. Right? <laughs> they sat there. You never... I never wanted to read. Well, it's because because I, I was doing, you know, if we did a convention, it wasn't because I was going to go and have fun at a convention. It was I was going to sit in the booth and yeah. watch uh, a bunch of old dudes go through and pull out comic books and give us a dollar, two dollars for them. I know. Um, or it was, hey, move these long boxes from one place over to the other. <laughs> and over and over again. But one thing we did bond over, because you're a drummer mm-hmm. um, and a singer, you, do, you play other music, but you're primarily a drummer, um, we bonded over music a lot. Absolutely. And what got me into a lot of the, you know, the music that I listen to right now is mostly because I learned guitar to songs, to bands. You know, I've, I've learned how to play different instruments to the music I was into at the time. And the music that I got into was like heavy metal. Like rock and roll, like like not. I don't like Led Zeppelin. I don't really care for oh, Black Sabbath. So I know it's like bad to say things like that, but I it wasn't heavy enough for me. Right. Yeah. Like I like as heavy as it can get, and then we'll scale back from there. Yeah. And it got me thinking. We should do a podcast about that, about yes. metal, about rock and roll, <sighs> Satan, death everything and there's no better way to do it than maybe picking out the top three favorite comic books that have to do with this genre that we love so much metal comics let's do it bring it so the first one that i want to talk about this is an awesome awesome comic book and it is called rock and roll comics number two do you know what band is featured on rock and roll comics number two metallica metal up your ass Damn right. This is awesome. This is a really cool book. For one, it's affordable. It's a $15 to $25 comic. Yeah, you see them everywhere. Yeah. Every, every kind I go to, I run into one of them, It's at least. Low print, though, so it's hard to find them in near mint. So if you find yeah. a copy and you're like, ah, oh, it's $25, bucks, it's 30 bucks, but it's high grade, this is one that you may want to just fork up that extra $5, $10 Absolutely. so you get a nice, fresh copy. Absolutely. This comic book is really cool, though, because it's, it's two parts. The first part is just a full bio. The book actually covers from Lars, the drummer of Metallica, putting up the ad looking for members to their release of And Justice For All, because this is 89, right around that time that they were releasing that album. That's their third. Which one? Uh, And Justice For All? Third studio album? Fourth. It's uh, Kill Em All, Master, Ride the the Lightning, Master. Master. So their fourth studio album. By the way... I've, I have not seen a band live more than I have seen Metallica. And the cool thing about that comic book is, what you got to keep in mind, there was no Wikipedia or any research online. You didn't know if you bought Circus Magazine or something, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know any of this information. MTV was just starting. Yeah. So it was, it was really, really cool. So this is like a little nugget of history that the fans got in comic book form. And it actually shows, in the comic, it takes you through Dave Mustaine getting introduced into the band. What? I know, right? And then it also shows their first bass player. Then it shows them meeting Cliff. And then they show the untimely demise of Cliff with Jason getting brought into the band. 
And there's actually um, a time in between Injustice for All that was about to come out. And in this book, they address um, James Hetfield breaking his arm and then unable to put out the album on time. So instead, they put out the VHS tape of Cliff. And that's where that came out. Wow. So this is all addressed in this comic book. It's awesome. There's also a little story at the end that has nothing to, like it's not, it's fictitious, but it's Lars doing a tennis match with a villain. Yeah, because he, he used to be a tennis player. That's right. Uh, That's right. So um, really cool comic. I definitely recommend it for any metal fan. you got to have it in your collection. And go see Metallica live. I know they're huge and not as cool as they were back then, but I'm telling you, there's no tighter band. I've seen many, 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 many bands live. No tighter band than Metallica. Go check them out. Definitely. All right, so let's chat about comic number two. Oh, Kiss. We have to. Literally, listening to it, uh, to them on my way here. Um, Coincidental. We yeah, came up I with this idea right before I, you got here. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, that's weird. Yep. <laughs> I was listening to uh, Creatures of the Night, not their best album, but it has a special place in my heart because uh, I don't know, had that album and I will listen to it over and over again. Boom. Yeah. What comic book should we highlight for Kiss? I would say that uh, 1977 comic book. Um, it's cool because it's got a, a bit of a connection. Yeah, Kiss Number One, yeah, the magazine. Kiss Number One magazine, yeah, from 1977, and it has a little connection to our uh, us coming from Buffalo. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. This is the blood issue. Yeah, this is the issue. I actually mentioned this in a prior podcast. I'll link it out at the end of the discussion about Stan Lee. But this is the issue where Stan and the members of Kiss went to Buffalo, New York, which is where we're from. That's right. Stopped traffic to go put a couple vials of blood. Has some chicken drops wings. Of blood. Yeah, some <laughs> some uh, blue cheese. <laughs> um, and uh, shout out Joey Diaz. Yeah, they put some drops of blood into the at the printing press, and there's DNA of the Kiss members in this magazine. Yeah, kind of cool. Have you ever opened up one? I have not. It's I've owned cool. one, but I've I've never actually. Have, I'm that weird. I'll yeah, buy it and just keep it there just to have it. Yeah. It's got two. Um, I've, I've read one before. It has two stories, like full in color. And this was actually Kiss's first, like, big in-depth, like, dive into the industry. Gene Simmons is a huge comic book fan. Gene Simmons, he has a photographic memory. Right. And Stan talks about their time meeting. And he's, Stan's like, yeah, Gene was just like. You know, after we talked about these things, he's, he's he went back and he's like, oh, and Stan, I had a really quick question for you. Um, you know, in uh, issue number twenty-four of Spider-Man that you wrote, um, <laughs> panel number seven, I just I wanted to know. And and Stan's like, he's like, oh, this guy's freaking crazy. Like, I don't freaking I don't, know. Yeah, who, you know I barely comes. know who Spider-Man is. You know. And Gene's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so this is a cool book because this is like the first time they had an opportunity to like market the hell in the com- you know in the comic book game. And they were masters at that. They oh, yeah. they took. Yeah, you see, you know, uh, Slipknot or uh, Marilyn Manson and all that stuff. That was Kiss yes. when we were growing up. There was nobody like that at the time. It was like a freak show. Yeah. And play this awesome metal music, hard rock. And, um, you know, it was, it was a new thing. And they were definitely, you know, have a place in history. And I like that comic book in particular. And they did a bunch of stuff. They did, you know, movies and everything. There was, uh, that was the other thing. They did a huge marketing thing, which bands didn't really do. Yeah, there was like Kiss Coffins. Yeah, and it's all everything. Gene Simmons, that dude is a yeah, yeah. maniac when it comes to that type of He's stuff. He's like the Stan Lee, in a way, of, of the music business, Yeah, where it's like it's as much production as it is music. Kind of reminds me of Guar, in a yeah. way. Um, you know, definitely more business-minded. And yeah, uh, uh, 
a guru of yeah. the industry. Kiss Psycho Circus. Ooh. It's yes. also, and I got to tell you, that came out in 94, and I highly recommend it. I'm, ex- I'm unsure as to how much that's worth, but if you want a good comic book, a good comic They're book affordable. series, Psycho Circus is really, really, really good. I highly recommend it. Yeah, the visuals in that are fantastic. Oh, amazing. Line amazing. work. Ooh, oh, yeah. Great. Um, oh, and two, two um, honorable mentions for that. Um, Howard the Duck, issue number 12 and 13. That's right. Both coming out in 1977 after this magazine. And they were the, that number 12 is the cameo of Kiss, and 13 is the first full appearance in comic books. And both of those are affordable, 15 to $25 in that VF range. You can't go wrong. Yeah. It's a cool book, and it's Howard the Duck. That's right. That's right. All right. And then third on the list, number three. Special place in both of our hearts. Absolutely. In my opinion, and I don't even think it's opinion. I think it's fact, actually. I'm going to restate that. This is fact that Iron Maiden is the best metal band that has ever existed. Absolutely. And they are still rocking the free world. Growing up in in Puerto Rico, I got into metal when I was in eighth grade or so. And I went, it's like finding something you've been looking, that you didn't know you were looking for all your life and I'm like this is it this is it spoke to my heart and to this day when I listen to metal I feel like I did then and Maiden had a part in that especially uh, uh, Number of the Beast and um, Peace of Mind and all of those uh, albums just completely it changed my life I never ever that's the one thing growing up I want to see these people live because they used to do their videos fake live they like yes. they would Take a whole stadium and they would shoot the video, but there's nobody there. In a studio. Yeah, but studio it still media. looked freaking amazing. I love it still to this day. And uh, that was my uh, lifelong dream to go uh, to one of their concerts, and I never did until uh, you took me to one. That's right. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, that it was. was really awesome. It's pretty cool. It was like you would think when you were younger, you missed out on your chance. You know, a lot of these bands are they're no longer active. Yeah. And we've seen them twice together. I know. Once opening for... Well, no, they Dream Theater opened for them. The first one. Oh, that right. was, they were but, crazy. By the way, I, I just have to mention, the best, not, not, the best thing about that concert, obviously, was Iron Maiden, but in between Dream Theater and Iron Maiden, I don't know if you remember, um, Dio had passed away prior to that, like, like the week before. It was like a couple something. days before. So I don't know if you, when you go to a concert, they'll... You know, while they're setting up, they'll play music and Lasting Line came on. And the whole place, everybody's like, God, talking, whatever. Lasting Line comes on and the whole place just goes, just a radio playing deal. It freaking, it's still freaking. It's happening right now. Oh my God, that was so amazing. It was crazy. Worth it. Just, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the second time we saw him with Coheed, um, Coheed covered the Trooper. I know. And that was insane. A Rican boy. That's right. And side note, um, Claudio, the lead singer of Coheed, is an, a huge comic book nerd. Absolutely. And I've seen him twice at a convention, just walking around. Super nice guy. Oh, yeah. Just like, hey, uh, Claudio, is that you? And he's like, oh, hey, man. Yeah. I'm Claudio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool, man. Just like hunting for comics. Like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. Good luck. <laughs> I, know, I, I met him at uh, Emerald City Comic Con and I got, took a picture with him. And not till later do I remember, I went. <laughs> in cosplay so i had like a lucha libre uh, oh, mask right. and a suit so i look like el santo and stuff and i took a picture and then later he looked so 
weirded out by me asking him, right? But he was super nice. But And I'm like, I, man, that was kind of off. Now I look at the picture, I'm like, there's this idiot with a freaking Lucha, Lucha Libre mask talking to this guy. He's with his kid. Like, Can you please have a you know, middle-aged man? Could you please take a picture with me? Why? I love it. Anyway. Well, ahead, rounding sorry. out number three yeah. on this list Maiden. before we wrap thing up, Iron Maiden. There's two comics I'm going to uh, mention here. Iron Maiden, Rock and Roll Bio. This is actually a rare low-print comic book that is niche to the audience because it's for Iron Maiden fans. You can, Absolutely. If you are waiting for it, this book, you got to put it on notification on eBay. You're going to miss out on it. There's only a couple of them ever listed at one point. They go for between 15 and 40 bucks, depending on grade. And if you're patient, you can get it for cheap, but you know, because there's not a whole lot of people going after it. But it's a really cool bio. It talks about Steve Harris starting the band when they're younger, and they kind of do the same thing, similar to the Metallica comic that I mentioned. But there's one other one that I just got to throw out there, Legacy of the Beast. Yeah. This is a comic book story that is about Eddie. It's about Eddie and his soul being fragmented into the universe and him having to travel the cosmos to to repair his soul but he also goes into the depths of different mythos in iron maiden the sands of power slave the end of time you know things like that so it's pretty cool yeah it, that's another thing i like about them the whole just eddie if you know maiden you know eddie and it's just such a a cool thing they did with that and it's just part of he's like another he's a member, member of, the, yeah. of the band it's really really cool and, and it's a, sto a great story too satisfy that need to see eddie doing you know doing something other than running around on stage that's right yeah. that's right i want to know what the audience thinks i know we got some metal fans out there mm -hmm. if there was a comic book to be written about a band your favorite band what comic book would you want put your answers in the comment section below that's right what's your pick what would you top of your head system of a down hell yeah john yeah Make it, make it happen, man. Come on. Torpedo Comics, where is it at? That's right. I'm saying it. Yeah. Torpedo, where is it at? There's gotta, I want uh, my 9-8 <laughs> slabbed copy signed by, by freaking John man. and Chavo. Chavo, man. Come on. Props I, to Chavo, dude, man. He's I just so want to cool. see, dude, can you imagine a cover with like Chavo and his freaking... Long ass goatee. Yeah, fucking like with a samurai sword or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that you know, we do appreciate your time. Don't forget to hit that Absolutely. like and subscribe button. And as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Thank you so much for watching the video. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And yeah, geekstreet101.com. That's my website where you can sign up for the mystery mail call where I send you comic books monthly.